I've been a throw up the sex in a What is up? This is Jake with Radio Underland coming in hot, hot and loud. How are you guys doing today? You know, it's been an interesting time going on, you know, and all this Dave Chappelle talk, all this other kind of stuff going on. Uh, you know what's big out there right now? It, 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 and let's just jump head first into a massive conspiracy right off the top of this show. Okay, let's just do that. Let's jump headlong into an unfounded rumor circulating on the internet, internet conspiracy. And that is the hepatitis outbreak that's happening in young children right now worldwide. Now, what could spread worldwide that could actually affect children and, and give these poor little babies? We're talking like four years old, younger hepatitis. Don't know exactly, but I can tell you what. Uh, here's the first article. And I want to I want to cone in on something here. And now, this is totally speculation. This is not scientific. But there's just smoke. It's a smoke. There's some smoke out there. When there's where there's smoke, is there going to be a fire? I don't know. But this article right here, and there's many articles out there right now. If you just Google uh, hepatitis in children right now, there's an outbreak. It's 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 worldwide. There's 17 states right here. CDC is addressing it. Um, what parents should know about the still mysterious hepatitis outbreak in children? Experts think the gut virus, adenovirus 41, may be responsible for the hepatitis outbreak. All right, so there's a lot of these kids. There's been some kids that have died with this. And 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 what what hepatitis is is an inflammation of the liver, right? Okay. So why am I saying conspiracy? Why am I jumping to that gun? Well, uh maybe because of this. Some of the COVID vaccines used adenoviruses, and some people on social media wondered if the vaccines were the cause of the outbreak. Now, we don't know that, but it is happening worldwide. It's not localized by sex uh, race it's not it's not localization it has nothing to do with whether they're uh, around a contaminated water source or anything like that there's this big outbreak of hepatitis in kids it's not big we're talking like well i mean it's growing rapidly there's i believe there's 269 or 300 ish right here in the united states that have happened it's popped off pretty quick so that's something to look out for i mean what is the cause of it it's really weird i mean kids are vaccinated against hepatitis right so why are they breaking out in this hepatitis? I'm not a doctor. I don't know much about it. I don't play one on TV. I'm basically just an idiot that's just going through the news. But my take on this is, you know, well, watch out. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, most of the, a lot of the populations been injected with coronavirus uh, vaccines that contained adrenoviruses in them. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Now, this is a story. Okay, is racism dead in America? No, of course, there's always going to be a few racists out there. Now, I think I'm jaded a little bit because I do live in Southern California, which I believe is a little bit more um, uh, race tolerant. You know, we, we don't see racism uh, uh, in, in our everyday lives here too often. You know, of course, there's the, the random wackos, but... For the most part, everybody's getting along. We're all brotherly love. It's like the city of Philadelphia here in California. But I guess there's other pockets in the United States where it's not so friendly regarding race. And one of the most outrageous stories that I've read lately regarding race and regarding race treatment is this one that comes out of Indianapolis, the home of Prince. <laughs> okay. Now, in Indianapolis, there's this lady. 
she buys this house for $100,000, right? It had some fire damage. She totally redoes it and everything. Um, she's she, she wants to get an appraisal because she wants to pull out a second on the house, okay? This is an African-American, a black woman, a woman of color, okay, that her house, she has it, her house decorated with all of her uh, heritage, culture, her black culture inside her house. Well, the neighbor's houses were appraising for 200000 160000 everything. And, and, and the, the thing you have to realize how appraisals work, appraisals are really, you know, the, it's based on the square footage. It's based on the comp sales that are going on in the neighborhood within a close radius. It's based on all these, you know, current the, the past appraisals of houses uh, where there was matching square footage and the price that they're selling at. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's not like there's, it's not like there's a lot of room to, um, for the appraiser just to be like, bah, it's two hundred thousand, or bah, it's a hundred thousand. There's, there's factors that go into this. You know what I mean? And those factors are based on the economic status of what houses are selling for in those nearby neighborhoods, the year they're built, square footage, and condition does play into this, okay? So this this is a story of Carlette Duffy, okay? And this story is gaining a whole lot of attention uh, because she revealed her home equity horror story. Now, what she did was she bought her home in Indianapolis for a bargain from a friend in 2017 after it sat empty for years. So it's probably a little, you know, needs some work. And as I said before, there was some fire damage to the house and she bought it for $100,000. Okay, really good deal. In 2020, she was curious how much her beloved property was worth. She wanted to take out some equity. A nearby neighbor, a neighbor got a similar house appraised for close to $200,000. Well, this is where the story really begins. Duffy said that she decided to refinance. Now, refinancing, in case you don't know, refinancing requires you to get an appraisal on your house because they you know, they need to know the value of the house so they can lend you the money based on the you know value of the home. And when her first appraisal came back, now remember, a similar house next door with a neighbor appraised for $200,000. When her appraisal for the refinance came back. They appraised it at $125,000. Well, Duffy thought that was low. Okay. Miss Duffy here thought that was low. And so she went to another company for an appraisal. Okay. And that appraiser valued her home at $110,000. So Miss Duffy, before giving up, and now this is where this makes me want to throw up with some of the nonsense that happens in this country and how people could be so cruel and do things based on race. And this is a blatant example of something happening purely based on race. So what Miss Duffy did was she removed everything from her house that identified that it was black-owned. She, she removed the art. She removed everything that said it was black-owned. She calls up another appraiser, right? She has her neighbor, a white male, come in to work with the appraiser to appraise the house. So now we've got this race-neutral home with a white owner, a white male owner, and the appraiser comes in. All right, now, now remember, she had an appraisal for $125,000, then $110,000. Just guess, just guess. Put in the comments how much you think that when she whitenized the home and put a white man there to, sh to show it to the appraiser, how much do you think that price changed? It shouldn't change at all, right? It should stay consistent. 110, 125, this one comes in at 135 or 117. It should be consistent, right? Well, it didn't. It didn't. Before giving up, Miss Duffy decided to conduct an experiment. 
Okay. Like I said, she removed all the African art as well as family photos, books, and even her hair products from her home. She got a white friend named Hank. Doesn't get much wider than your white friend named Hank. Has there ever been a man? Hank Aaron was black. Okay, that, that argument just went out the window. But anyways, Hank. She got her white friend Hank to show the house to the appraiser. Anything that said a black person lives here, Duffy took out of the home. That appraisal came back at $259,000. When it was a black home, it was $110,000, When it was owned by white Hank, $259,000. I do not understand for the life of me how there can be that kind of discrepancy in an appraisal of a home. Other than, I mean, what Duffy's claiming here or what it alleges to, is that there was some racial motivation in these appraisals. And it's not just Miss Duffy. It's not just Miss Duffy. In fact, in fact, Miss Duffy's story is consistent with data from Freddie Mac, which is, you know, federal home loans, Freddie Mac. A recent report found that 12.5% of homes appraised in black communities nationwide were valued at less than the original cost of constructing the home, as opposed to 7.5% of white communities that experience that. So there's 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. There's a 5% difference right there. Uh, this thing is, this is, this is, I mean, these appraisers should be ashamed of themselves. Maybe the 259 is way over, overestimated because it does seem high. She said, you know, the the house in, in, in her community, we're going for 200,000 or appraised for 200,000. Hers went for 259. So maybe it is a little bit on the high side. Uh, but how can you justify this? How can you justify this? And this type of stuff that, uh, you know, is it happening? I, I don't know. I can't relate to that. But just when I thought that racism was uh, hopefully slowing down in America, going the way of the dodo bird, I read a story like this and it just completely and utterly pisses me off of the unfairness that is perpetrated on some of these people in minority communities. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, the proof is in the pudding on this one. I have no argument. I can't justify this and by any ways, nor would I want to. I think these appraisers, if, if it, I think, I, th I think there should be an investigation to this. And I think, and appraisers should probably lose their license if they find that this is grossly, grossly, um, out of whack. This shit, it's horrible. It is horrible. Oh man. Yeah. I, I just can't, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe this happened in America. Anyways, uh, regarding the disinformation committee, the disinformation, the ministry of truth that's out there. Um, hold on. I think I want to, yeah. Okay. The ministry of truth. Uh, this is real short, but Rand Paul, uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Our government is probably one of the most disinformative organizations out there. They will gaslight you like a motherfucker uh, to, to, to get their way. Right. And these are the people that are going to be in charge of disinformation. Uh, they've they've established this whole new ministry thing under Homeland Security. We all know what's going on with this. But I just like this clap back from Rand Paul. I think it's so classic and I think we need it. It, it, it bears a good listen. Uh, here it is. I know it's in a, a shitty quality and I can't get it bigger, but take a listen to this. Illegally. I think you've got no idea what disinformation is, and I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The U.S. government. 
Are you familiar with McNamara, the Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? Are you familiar with Iran-Contra? I mean, think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want guardrails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine, you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation? You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with a steel dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. Exactly. Government is largely disseminating disinformation. Boom! Boom! That's going to the paint. That's going hard. Hands up to Senator Rand Paul. That is excellent. That is excellent. And I think he is, he's expressing the, you know, this whole thing about the government wanting to protect you from everything. Now they want to protect you if somebody's lying to you online. Or more so, the more corrupt angle of that is them allowing themselves to lie and not allowing anybody to counter argue the government's disinformation. Let people be. You don't need to control every aspect of their freaking life. If people want to believe that their uncle is getting buckfucked by an alien in the cornfield, let them believe that. You can't shut it down. This is a free country. It was a free country. It was a free country. You know, and this whole disinformation thing, let people be. People are adults. Let them choose for themselves. You know what I mean? Let them choose from the for themselves. Yeah, hell, my mom's been involved in every multi-level marketing campaign that's ever come out in, on the disinformation that she's going to be a millionaire. Not to say that it doesn't work and you could possibly become a millionaire, but at the same time, it doesn't happen for a lot of people. You know what I mean? But she has the right as an American to believe that. You know what I mean? Let it be. Let people be. We know when somebody's bullshitting, like Amber Heard on the witness stand yesterday, last two days. We know when somebody's bullshitting. Let people be. The government thinks that the Americans are so stupid, are so stupid. They, 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 they think that you're a moron. They think that you're a moron and they treat us like morons. And they want to have these little moron regulations to protect us. It's horseshit. It's absolute horseshit. And this whole disinformation campaign, I don't know. It really, it really chaps my hide, chaps my hide. Uh, now, with all the abortion stuff that's going on and all these people screaming about abortion and that, you know, uh, we're not going to be able to get an abortion in our state and blah, 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 blah. Um, I've got one. Invest in wire hangers. Invest in wire hangers. We, we, we can revert back to the old stuff. But Phoebe Bridges, who is a, uh, a singer, I believe. Here she is right here. Uh, she's smiling here and she's uh, talking about there's a lot of stars that are coming out to um, tell these these fascinating love stories of how they killed another human and Phoebe Bridges is she's the next on the list that just came out and uh, she has joined a growing list of celebrities and social media users publicly sharing their abortion stories so if you're looking for something to read just look up abortion stories um, it's heartwarming tales of a mother's love of herself pretty much um, but anyways Phoebe Rogers has joined a growing list of celebrities Sharing abortion stories following the leak of the Supreme Court's draft opinion uh, regarding Roe v. Wade, the 27-year-old singer-songwriter shared on her Instagram story and on Twitter that she had an abortion while she was on tour in October. I went to Planned Parenthood, where they gave me abortion pill. It was easy. Everyone deserves that kind of access. Just pop it like a Tic Tac. Pop it like it's hot. 
Uh, Bridgers also encouraged people to donate to abortion funds uh, in states where access to the procedure is already restricted, sharing a link to lists of such resources from the cut. Uh, People amplified Bridgers' message on social media, sharing their support and thanking her for her transparency. Uh, Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, this whole thing's kind of gross. I mean, I, 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 I get it. You're right. You know, do you make your own choices? But, you know, going public about this kind of stuff, it's just kind of it's just kind of low class. And another story. Um, this is from CBS News. Uh, European doctor says enormous rise in U.S. women seeking abortion pills since the Supreme Court leak. A European doctor who runs a service that prescribes abortion pills to women in the United States says she has seen an enormous increase in Americans looking to obtain the medications to have in their homes in case they get pregnant. Since a draft opinion was leaked indicating the Supreme Court may overturn Roe v. Wade, there's been an overwhelming amount of people that reached out to us, said Dr. Rebecca Gompertz, who runs the telemedicine service Aid Access, and she was talking to CBS News. I think that's, that's a really good response. So I would say buckle up, women in the United States. Just get your abortion pills in your medicine cabinet so you have it in case you need it. Okay, I guess that's one way to handle it. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. It's, 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 I don't know. Well, grand old party, Republicans. There's a guy running for office, and uh, let's see. His his name is uh, Madison Cawthorn. And uh, basically what happened is he's got a, a video of his naked ass humping something, and they released it. He's running for office, and that's Re- Representative Cawthorn calls leaked nude video blackmail. Says he was just being crass with a friend. Oh, poor guy. This guy right here. Uh, in battle, U.S. Rep. Madison Cawthorn. First off, this guy's name is Madison. Really? Okay. All right. Whatever. Uh, he vowed that blackmail won't win after an opposing group released a video appearing to show the North Carolina Republican naked in a bed and making thrusting motions on top of another person. Uh, He says it was just a joke. Years ago in this video, I was being crass with a friend, trying to be funny. I guess he's only 26 years old. Anyways, Wednesday night on Twitter, shortly after the video began circulating on social media. No, I'm not going to play the video. I didn't look for it. I I, I don't want to see this Madison guy with a vein popping out of his neck. I don't want to see him uh, naked and thrusting. I, I do have standards here. I do have standards. I, 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 that's just something I don't want to see. I don't. Now, this is a crazy story. Uh, Scottsdale parents who discovered a secret dossier compiled to silence their speech and they're announcing a lawsuit. I'm still not exactly sure on what the basis of the lawsuit is, but what they're complaining about is there's a school board president and he kept a dossier on 47 parents who challenged his policies. Now, that dossier included their social security numbers, mortgage information. Uh, It had a lot of information about these parents. Three parents in Scottsdale Unified School District sued the district former SUSD governing board president Jan Michael Greenberg, his father and his father's wife, over the maintenance of a dossier allegedly aimed at intimidating them into silence after they criticized Greenberg. The parents, Amanda Way, Kimberly Stafford, and Edmund Richard, allege in the Maricopa County Superior Court complaint that the Greenbergs and the district conspired 
to silence and punish dissenting voices and frightening away other potential speakers who might dare express an opposing point of view. Greenberg and his father reportedly kept a dossier of 47 parents who dared to speak out against his policies at school board meetings. The dossier, complete with social security numbers, background check, a divorce paper, mortgage documents, trade certifications, and screenshots of Facebook posts. The lawsuit claims that the defendants misused district resources and what should have been private protected parent communications to the district to retaliate against plaintiffs for their protected speech. I guess they might have a little bit of a case there about using the uh, state resources to fund this. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of creepy, though, that somebody would go that far. The Scottsdale Independent first reported on the Greenberg Files, an extensive opposition research-style dossier of parents who spoke up at school board meetings on issues ranging from COVID-19 restrictions to critical race theory. Greenberg reportedly revealed the digital dossier stored on a Google Drive in August when he sent a screenshot of an image from the drive to resident Kim Stafford in an email. The dossier includes 18 folders marked CAN Network, a reference to the Community Advocacy Network, a group of parents that formed in 2020 advocating for in-person learning and against mass mandates. It refers to the parents as wackos. Well, that's just a that's just an opinion, man. Can't blast somebody for having just the opinion. Can you? No, 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 you can't. Uh, this was in, this was kind of interesting. Apparently. Um, they've got some audio from a black hole. I'm not exactly sure how this works because I thought there was no air in space. You need air to create vibrations, to create sound. I, I, I don't know. I thought space was silent. But CNN is reporting that millions of elusive black holes hide in plain sight across the Milky Way galaxy, only giving away their presence occasionally through the burst of X-ray light when they feed on stars. Astronomers have been able to pin down the locations of eight rare pairings of black holes in the stars orbiting them, thanks to X-ray echoes they released. Previously, there are only two known pairs emitting X-ray echoes in our galaxy. Black hole binaries occur when these celestial phenomena are or orbited by a star, which they sometimes use to siphon gas and dust as a snack. The echoes have been... Okay, that's why. They're just reading like X-ray activity, and they're converting it into sound waves that may keep you awake at night. So it's not really the sound. It's it's the the, the it's like this is hard to explain. Uh they're taking information and they're cr creating it to sound. It must be from the x-ray uh, uh the x-ray technology. Anyways, if you want to know what a black hole sounds like Uh, so that's what a black hole sounds like, allegedly. It's amazing how much like sci-fi movies and like getting in line for Space Mountain and stuff, they have these types of sounds. And, and when it comes to reality, when they convert it to sound waves, that's actually the sound that it would make. Kind of odd. I'm not sure how much I believe that story uh, as far as the technology used to convert it. Uh, back to COVID-19 and all the uh, stuff. It seems like the drug makers are having a problem right now. Um, Johnson & Johnson. Let me see if I can pull this out. The FDA. Let me get this out of the way. The FDA uh, restricts Johnson & Johnson once again uh, vaccine due to blood clot risk. And what are the restrictions? U.S. regulators on Thursday strictly limited who can receive Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine 
due to the ongoing risk of rare but serious blood clots. The Food and Drug Administration said the shot should only be given to adults who cannot receive a different vaccine or specifically request J&J vaccine. U.S. authorities for months have recommended the Americans starting their COVID-19 vaccinations use the Pfizer or Moderna shots instead. FDA officials said in their statement that they decided to restrict Johnson & Johnson's vaccine after talk, taking another look at data on the risk of life-threatening blood clots. And there's also some other um, uh, problems with blood clots with the AstraZeneca jab. Uh, this is not here in America. This is over in the U.K., um, and they're restricting that under 30s in the UK are to be offered an alternative COVID vaccine to the AstraZeneca due to evidence linking it to rare blood clots. The recommendation comes after a review by the UK drug regulator found that by the end of March, 79 people had suffered rare blood clots after vaccination, 19 of which had died. The, regula the regulator said that this was not proof the jab had caused the clots, but it said the link was getting firmer. So problems, problems, problems with the vaccine, possibly some link to hepatitis in children. That's me jumping to conclusions. Um, but here's an interesting story, okay? When you go to college, you get your degree, right? You're expected to do financially okay when you leave college. And this study shows that the average college kid, right? They expect that when they graduate college, they will be making... Now, I don't know where they got this number. They must have polled some people, and this was what the number that the average that came out. They believe that they will make $103,880 after graduation. The problem is, is this pipe dream of $103,880 is grossly inaccurate and reality that's about two times more than a college grad will actually make. Now, this was in the USA Today, and it says today's college students expect to make about 103000 103000 Yeah, I fucked up how I was going to say that. In their first post-graduation job, a survey suggested, but the reality is much lower, as the average starting salary is actually about half that at $55,260. Uh, that's what statistics show. The, sur the survey conducted by Real Estate Witch found that across all major and institutions, undergraduate students overestimate their starting salaries by 88%, and one in three worry that they won't make enough money to live comfortably after graduation. Job prospects for the class of 2022 are higher than in recent years. A report by the National Association of Colleges and Employers found that employers plan to hire 31.6 more new graduates from the class of 2022 uh, than they hired from the class of 2021. So far, however, Real Estate Witches Survey conducted online with 1,000 students March 23rd through the 26th found that only 15% of students graduating in 2022 have accepted a job offer. Uh, yeah, living the dream or living in the dream land. Dream land. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Kareen Jean-Pierre. I guess we're out with Prakraki or Pasky or whatever as press secretary. Anyways, Kareen Jean-Pierre will become the first black White House press secretary. Here she is right here. I'm anxious to hear from her. Uh, President Biden named Deputy White House Press Secretary Kareen Jean-Pierre Jean as the next press secretary, the first black woman to hold the high-profile post. 
Jean-Pierre, who will also be the first openly LGBTQ+. I guess she's not in it for the AI, just the LGBTQ plus person in the role. And she appeared at Thursday's press briefing. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't seen it. But anyways, um, there, congratulations to her gay ass for being the first African-American, Black American, gay American press secretary uh, uh, for the uh, White House, for Biden. Um, you look at that hair, though. Look at that hair. You know Biden's nose is going to be two inches deep in this hair right here. You know Biden. He saw her hair, and he said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wonder what that smells like. He is just, he's got hair boner right now, just trying to get his nose in that hair. I can't wait till the first picture comes up with Biden giving her a big hug and his little his little raisin face just buried inside that hair, uh, getting a nice whiff of the cocoa butter uh, from Miss um, uh, Jean-Pierre. Anyways, that's what we got today. Short and sweet. It's Friday. I've got shit to do. And so that is Radio Underland coming in with the news, coming in hot, keeping you informed. So when you go to the cocktail party or you're hanging out at the bar tonight, you have something to talk about that's topical that's happening in this country. So you don't look like a complete idiot like me. That's just what we just go over some news. So you're, you're kind of well informed. So, you know, you, you sit down at dinner and you can say, hey, you guys see Jean-Pierre? I bet Biden wants to sniff the shit out of that. And then you're the funniest guy at the table. Or you might get slapped. Maybe you shouldn't take any advice from the show. I don't know. But this is Jake with Radio Underland. Uh, drop us an email, Jake at Radio Underland. Leave us a comment. Like the show. Comment on the show. And I will talk to you later.